Hillbilly Horror Stories presents Eerie Encounters. My grandma lives in a very stereotypical horror movie house. Small Midwest town, white and old looking home on a farm. She even has a chipped wooden Mary nativity in the front yard. She also has a cemetery about a half a mile down the road. I used to sleep in a room in the corner of the top floor that was my aunt's room, and it had a wooden rocking chair in it. When I was younger, I would wake up because I thought I heard it rocking, to the point where I would wake up my grandma and have to stay in her room. About ten years later, my mom and aunt and I were talking about how creepy my grandma's house was. My aunt goes on to talk about my aunt goes on to talk about how when she was a little bit younger, the reason my mom and her ended up sharing a room was because she thought her room was haunted. She said she woke up one morning and the rocking chair was about two feet closer to her bed. And after that night, it would start rocking on a nightly basis at midnight. That story was sent in from Karen. Until a few years ago, I still had a flip phone. One day, I got a random call asking for some girl named Sarah. I told them that they had the wrong number and they hung up. For the next few months, I would get these calls asking for Sarah about once or twice a week, coming from different numbers and different sounding people. Sometimes, these calls came at 3 in the morning. One day, I got a call and, like usual, I said I didn't know Sarah. After they hung up, I went to my contacts and I hit redial. The answering machine said that the number did not exist. I went back through my call history, trying to call some other people that had called me with the same result. A machine telling me that the number did not exist. Every time I would get these calls, I would redial the number and still got that machine. I googled the numbers, but all I really found out is that they were coming from North Dakota, Montana, and basically everywhere in the Midwest. The next time I got a call asking for Sarah, I said, Oh yeah, she's right here. And the other person on the other end said, No, she isn't, and hung up. Things started getting weird when I started getting calls from unknown numbers. Whoever or whatever on the other end hung up the second that I said hello. Once I got a call where they didn't hang up after I said hello, and I could hear someone was on the other end just listening. But they didn't say anything. Just something really, really uneasy about it. That was from Chantel. I was staying in the Flamingo Hotel in Las Vegas, which is the oldest property on the Strip with a sordid mob history. In the middle of the night, I woke up and I saw a dark figure moving around the foot of my bed and coming up the gap between the twin beds. I hit the light and there was a full figure of a man in a 1960s sports blazer with blood all over his face. I yelled, go away, and I started flinging my arm in his direction. Just like that, he disappeared. I woke my friends in the other bed and my buddy said, what the hell are you swatting at? I told them and they just laughed at me. The following morning, my buddy said that after I'd fallen back asleep, 
Water started dripping on his forehead. But there was no leak on the ceiling, and he was convinced that we may have shared a paranormal encounter. That story was sent by Kelly M. I once had a black cat called Casper. We adopted her after she ran away from the previous owner. She was missing for days before the previous owner found her in the bushes, skittish and frightened. After carrying her home, the owner discovered she was allergic to cats when her arm broke out with rashes. She put out a call for a new home, which was answered by my animal-loving family. For ages, she was scared to come near anyone and was totally averse to being petted. Eventually, she turned into a total ham, never missing a chance to jump up on you and lie with you. The whole family loved her, but I especially loved her. Then one day, she lost the use of her back legs. Not long after, she passed away. I was having a rough time then, and she was a big comforter. Point is, my parents and I were sad. A few days later, I'm sitting on the front step having a smoke, and I hear a meowing sound identical to Casper. I look out front, and there at the gate was a cat meowing at me. This cat looked just like Casper. I went over and it ran away. I looked down the street after it, and it was totally gone. I mentioned it to my parents, and they both said that the exact same thing happened to each of them separately, which was a surprise to them too. Now, it could have been a similar cat in the neighborhood, but it only happened once to each of us, then cat was never seen again. That story was sent by Kennedy. When I was 16, I was riding horses with my friend in the field beside her house. The horse threw me and I hit my head hard. The next thing I know, I'm on my back in incredible pain staring up at my friend who is frantically screaming at me. Dazed, my gaze shifted and then refocused on her friend behind her, a tall, thin man wearing a black suit and an old-fashioned, wide-brimmed hat. He was staring unblinkingly into my eyes over my friend's shoulder. Days later, she came to visit me in the hospital and I asked her about the man that I had seen. I thought it was the new boyfriend that she'd recently told me about and she told me that there was no man there. It was just me and her. That story was sent anonymously. This past year, I went to bed on a normal night and in mid-dream, Everything stops, and a voice says, The fire alarm is about to go off. I wake up five minutes later, when the fire alarm starts in our building. I asked my roommates the next day if anyone had said that, and I just happened to hear it. But they said that the alarm went off at 4 a.m., and they were all sleeping prior to it going off. Plus, none of us knew that they were testing the alarm beforehand. I was completely weirded out after that. I do have another strange experience to discuss. 
When I was about 14, I was staying up way too late on my computer. It was about 2 a.m. Everybody else was asleep in the house. I got thirsty and I wandered down the hallway to get a drink. I didn't bother to turn on any lights since there was a nightlight in the hallway and there was enough light to get by. So I'm walking back to the bedroom when I get this weird feeling like someone is watching me and I turn around. There is this big white mist just floating right behind me. I immediately turned around and went back into the safe bright room. The thing is, there were no windows facing that hallway and I hadn't passed the nightlight yet. So it definitely wasn't a trick of the light. All the doors leading to the hallway were also closed. A few years later, when I was moved to the small room that was closest to that spot, I got the heebie-jeebies and I couldn't sleep without a lamp on. It wasn't until some time later after deciding that I learned that in the 1980s, a guy was renting out the house. He was arrested for kidnap, rape, and disappearance of a bunch of kids in the area and for the suspected murder of his wife. They never found her, and she supposedly ran away, according to him. Cadaver dogs went through the farm, but they never found anything. The cops must not have done a very good job, though, because when they moved in, my mom found a pair of boys' underwear in the toilet tank. The missing wife was never found, but I think she's still there. That story was sent by Melissa. You have been listening to Hillbilly Horror Stories Presents Eerie Encounters. If you have an eerie encounter that you would like read on the show, please send it to hillbillyhorrorstories at gmail.com.